0: Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock-solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com/salescourse. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Gray.
1: Welcome back to Inbound Sales Journey, episode number 71, the big old 7-1. This is Gray. I'm joined by Ryan today. Hey, we are hitting on an important topic for a lot of agencies, ones that we get asked about uh, a decent amount. All the time. But, but Literally before, all the time. But before we, uh, before we get into that, just a quick reminder, if you missed out last week on why we believe in leading with game plans or discovery project before you jump into a retainer partnership. Um, check that one out. However, if you have not even transitioned to inbound and you're asking yourself this question, listen: inbound marketing is blowing up. Content marketing, whatever it is, I'm running an agency. I'm starting an agency, but I'm in a situation where th- this hasn't been at the core of what we've done or or something that we have uh, offered before.
2: Should we transition?
1: That's a great question for Mr. Ryan remington Harmon. Ryan, thoughts?
2: Well, I get—I I interrupted you, Gray, and told you I get asked this all the time. Uh, and so this is about sales journey, right? So we're going to talk about it from a, a sales perspective and does this make sense and, and should you guys do this? Um, I think that if uh, if you are considering transitioning to inbound, listening to our last episode is really important uh, to figure out how we transitioned and made that successful, and that's what I want to talk a little bit about today, Gray, uh, is our history, our transition, because everyone kind of has a story, right? People haven't been doing inbound forever. They either started uh, with inbound in mind, and that's what they're going to do, or uh, it seems more commonly people have been in agency for a while, uh, like was our case, and kind of stumbled upon inbound and decided uh, to implement it as a service, or trying to figure out, should I implement it? Uh, as a service, is this the direction I want to uh, head in with my agency and so what we get to, t- to talk about is just our past experience, kind of what it 's done for us, uh, how it 's affected us from a sales perspective, and then uh, also can share you know just with the the agencies that we filed that have made this transition. Uh, maybe some things that we've learned from them. Uh, but let me dive right in and, and give some people the uh, the quick history. So we started uh, Guava Box and mostly doing web design. Uh, right out of college, it's what we knew. We could do WordPress. Uh, we severely undercharged for that. And then when the clients left, uh, they paid us, which was great. But then there was no other work, no other revenue that we uh, were able to pull from them after that. Uh, so what that created for us uh, was essentially peaks and valleys. Uh, where we were really busy, we were getting paid well, and then it would be like, okay, things have kind of dried up a little bit, now we don't have as much revenue. And it was really, really hard to grow and scale uh, an agency with a model like that. So that is not just for web design. I mean, there's a lot of services you can provide that follow that model. And that is why Inbound for us was so enticing. So when HubSpot was creating the partner program, and we got in pretty early on that, uh, the idea of uh, consistent revenue and being able to not just create these nice-looking websites, but really feel like what, when people were paying us, they'd be getting uh, a big return on their investment and that the value that we were providing for them uh, really would be be top-notch and we could feel really good about what we were doing. And that coupled with the fact that it negated those peaks and valleys, it gave us a little more even flow to know, okay, this is how much work is going to be on our plates and how much revenue we can expect to bring in, made scaling an agency a much more viable uh, option at that point. So uh, in my thoughts before you say like, that sounds good, right? For us, that sounded good. But the reason that it worked is because of the industries that we targeted. So for us, a lot of it was industrial manufacturing. It was people that were selling uh, incredibly expensive things. They had bigger budgets. They were larger companies. And so it made sense. When I get asked all the time, uh, what, what uh, should I switch to inbound? Should I be a HubSpot partner or a SharpSpring partner or whatever it is? Uh, does this make sense for me? The, there's not a, a yes or no like uh, right away without really kind of digging in a little bit deeper Uh, to say whether or not it makes sense. And and the biggest thing that you need to ask, I think the single biggest thing that you need to ask yourself is, uh, does it work for my clients? So if you are still working or you plan on continuing to target uh, smaller budget clients, you know, in the two to three, uh, sometimes even through two to five thousand a month range, uh, adding an $800 software on top of that can sometimes not make sense. or You'll get a lot of pushback. It'll just make your life uh, way harder to sell HubSpot to them, uh, so it might it might not make sense. But if you are planning on targeting uh, larger companies with bigger budgets, and you're going to be more in that you know five to fifteen thousand dollar range a month um, of services, you know eight hundred bucks becomes a lot less of a big deal to clients like that. For us, uh, it was a bit of a transition. We we worked in the beginning with lower budget clients. And we tried SharpSpring for a little bit. We tried kind of hashing it together on our own with uh, MailChimp and WordPress and some different plugins. And then we realized quickly uh, that in our experience, the lower paying clients were the most needy and took just as much time as the higher paying clients. So we decided to kind of move into that industrial manufacturing sector, which worked out well uh, for us. And HubSpot was a a good fit and made sense. Um, So those are just a few things to think about. But I think what it really comes down to is The clients I have now are a good indicator, but where you want to go in the future, if someone's thinking about getting into inbound, there's already change happening in their agency. Changing their uh, types of clients they're going to be going after might be one of those things that they're also considering. Just make sure it makes sense that the types of clients that you're going after align with what the software does, but also that the price... You know, you, you're not going to sell HubSpot well if you're selling $2,000 a month retainers. It's just not going to. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be uh, kind of a headache with with trying to do that. So, those would be my my initial thoughts on it.
1: Wow, we unleash the beast on this one. Good stuff, Brian.
2: Get fired up. I answer I answer this one a lot. I know. I really. I'm glad
1: that you feel strongly enough to to answer this one well because I really don't have a ton to add to it. Um, it's just kind of a Really broad question. My answer always is just very noncommittal and pretty much just boils down to know thyself. Know who you are, what you're good at, what your capabilities are. Know what your goals are, where you want to go. Uh, what co- what type of clients do you want to work with and are you realistically most suited to help? Um, I think inbound has worked really well for a lot of people but it it really does kind of boil down to your personal goals and a lot of the points that you made, Ryan, about making sure that there's alignment between what you decide to offer and what you can do and the types of clients you're going to work with and uh, and then making a decision I will say um, as uh, as you mentioned a little bit but just test it out for yourself first whatever it is it's so much easier to sell something that you have experienced and believe in so make sure that you are testing it for yourself if you're considering making this transition Get into inbound and invest in it on your own. And then if that works well, you've got a proven model in your your first case study to share with clients as well. It's always easier to speak and be persuasive from personal experience.
2: You hit him with the Gray McKenzie King James version. Know thyself. There you go. Gotta get the thighs and these and thous in there. hmm Cool. Well, those are our thoughts on it. If you guys have any additional questions, comments, Share your experience. You can do that over by where the show notes are. You guys know where that is. Doinbound.com backslash sales journey. That will do it for us with episode number 71. Next week, we are going to talk a little bit more specifically down this path of not just should I transition to inbound, but specifically what does it look like if I want to transition to HubSpot in their partner program? Is this something I should be getting involved in? I have options right between a lot of different platforms out there. Is HubSpot the right one for me? We're going to dig in and, uh, and talk more about that next week.
0: Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash salesjourney. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe. Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.